my cat had a boner this week. <laughs> Obviously, I couldn't see when it happened. I was like, that's the fucking sentence. Like, as, so- as soon as it happened, I was like, that's the sentence for this week. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I went into my... I went into my son's room to, to pick stuff up and all that kind of thing, and it's been really warm. So the cat, Lucifer, obviously it was Lucifer because he's the only one with a cock. Lavender's a girl, so she doesn't have. Do you know what I mean? So what happened was the fucking the cat was just lying in his bed, just loving life, sleeping away to himself. And and I and I went up and I gave him a clap, and he rolled onto his back, and I was like, "What the fuck's that? Is that a tick? What the fuck is that? I've never I've never seen it before. Like I've never seen." Shit like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I had cats. I'd 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 get old cats growing up, female cats growing up. So I didn't. I've never seen a, a cat boner. Like I've never. I've never. It's never been on my list of things to see. It's not on my bucket list. It's not like I've got a list of things I must see before I die. And one of them's not a fucking cat erection. But that he had one, and I turned around to my wife and I was like, "He's got a boner." And then I thought, "Why has he got a boner? Like why? Why has that happened? Is it because I've clapped him?" Like what? How does this work? Was he dreaming? Was he dreaming about shagging? Like what was what was he doing? So he had a he had a boner, and I was like, "That's the fucking, that's the thing. That's the beginning of the the. That's the beginning of the podcast. That's that's the that's the story. That's the story done. Like nothing nothing happened after that. I was just like fucking hell, and I went about the rest of my day. But I did have my ADHD meeting that day, <clears throat> and I still don't really know how I feel about it. It's it's a it was just weird. It was just a really weird experience. It was just a, a really fucking weird kind of thing because, so like my, when was my appointment? Was, like one, was it one o'clock? I can't remember what time it was at. It was at, it was at an o'clock. I know it was that. It was bang on an hour. Might have been three. And I, and I turned up and I told them my name and stuff and they were like, have a seat. And I sat there for 25 minutes. I sat, I sat waiting for 25 minutes and about fucking 20 minutes in, I was like, is this part of a test? Is this what they do? Is this what they do? Do they leave you for 25 minutes or do they leave you until you get so agitated that you say to someone? Because I was nearly going to say to the receptionist, I was like, do I have a fucking appointment today? Is that what's happening? Because I've been here for 25 minutes. And they were playing the fucking radio, man. They had the radio playing and it was like, the oh, I don't know what it fu- it just sounded like the same song over and over and over again. And at one point they were talking about what's your favourite One Direction song, and I was like, holy fuck! How are you going to get any radio play out of this? How are you actually going to turn this into a conversation? What's your favourite One Direction song? Jesus Christ on a bicycle! So that's what was playing. So I was practicing drums on my legs, I, was, I don't know why, because that's what I do, my wife says I do it quite a lot, like I just practice drums, I, it was a bad habit that I picked up because, like I can play drums, not showing off or nothing, but I can play drums, but I, I, I'm, again, I'm, the way I play drums is I played in bands with people and I watched them play drums and I go, how'd you do that, and I'd copy them kind of thing, I'm not formally trained in drums, but my mate Chris had showed me years ago what a paradiddle was, Right, because I was asking them, what's the rudiments? So he showed me, because there's like singles, singles are this, like that. Doubles are, it's like two strokes each hand. So you're going, I never said I was a good drummer, right? And then there's triplets, which is the, which is, I think, Caius, Mighty Scoop versus Super Scoop. Don't know if you've ever heard that. It's on the Caius Welcome to Sky Valley 
album. It's a great track. There's a lot of triplets in that. And then the Paradiddle is like single, single, double. Is it? Is it Paradiddle, Paradiddle. That, that's what it was. And he showed me the Paradiddle. And I sat and annoyed everybody because all I would do is and try and figure out what a Paradiddle is. And I didn't know how to use it on drums. Like, I didn't understand how do you make that a fill, though? Like, how do you play that and it becomes one of these cool fills that people do? Because all I hear is just... That's all I hear. I don't hear anything else. It's my ADHD appointment, right? And I was like, ah, this is fucking... I don't... I still... I, I, I'm being genuine. I am being genuinely serious when I say this. I still don't know how I feel about it. I, I don't know if it went well. I don't know if it went poorly. I, I really don't know. All I remember is when the guy pulled me in, when he came through and he was like, right, can you come with me? And I sat down. He was like, what, did you, what were you doing today? I was like, I've been skating and drawing on walls. And he was just like, right, <laughs> what 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 were you doing that for? I was like, because cause I, well, I went out of skate because I was nervous. I went out of skate because I was nervous. So I was trying to get a bit of this nervous energy out of me. And then, I, and then I've always got cans of paint. And I was like, fuck it, I'm writing my name on this. And then I kind of, the rest of it went, it was kind of a blur, to be fair. But the, the one thing he asked me, one thing he asked me was, do you do anything that annoys your, your wife? Do you do anything that annoys your wife? And I was like, no. Not that I can think of. Obviously I do, but there's nothing I can think of off the top of my head that she continually says to me. Gonny no fucking do that. Gonny stop doing that. And uh, and then but then the next day, like the next day my phone went, next day my phone went about four o'clock and it was my good lady wife and she was like, something's happened to Lucifer. I was like, right, what is it? And she's like, it's as if he's covered in this stuff. And I don't know what it is. It's like it's like he's been in tar. She thought he'd, he'd been out. The, we're building roads for that. Not building roads. Re resurfacing roads. Which is a fucking... See the resurfacing road thing, right? They done one round the back where I stay. And I was driving by it the other day. And I was like... There's still hundreds of fucking holes. There's still loads of holes in this. I'm wondering whether they go up with a ruler. And they go, that one's not deep enough yet to fill. Rather than fill the full thing. Because there's bits of that road that are all full. And then the rest of them, there's still, there's still loads of holes in it. And I don't get it. I don't understand what the, the thing is. There, there was a bit around the corner for me. They were do, doing gas stuff. I'm assuming it's gas, right? So there was holes up and down the fucking road. And every day I left the house, there was four guys just looking in a hole. Just looking in a hole with high-vis vests on. And I don't know what it is they're, they're doing. Roadworks are fucking everywhere they now. Everywhere. I was nearly late for my ADHD appointment because there was fucking hundreds of roadworks. Can't move for roadworks currently, which is a nightmare. All, I think what it is is they're running it. This is what they do. I think the money, if they don't get the money coming in, or they've not got, if they've got too much money, they're like, go surface the roads, but only resurface the bits that are this deep. Anything less deep than an inch, just leave it. Fuck them. I don't understand it. What was I talking about? Annoying my wife, right? So... She phoned me because they'd been building the road, so she thought the cat was covered in tar, like someone had tarred and feathered her cat, right? And I was like, I'm just, I'm nearly finished. I'm coming up the road anyway. So I come up the road, right? And I, and I open, open the back. My house is full. My house is full. My youngest had just brought in everyone he knew, and they were all sitting on my couch, jumping about the place and all that. And my wife's out the back door, good lady wife's out there, scrubbing away. And I'm like, what's happened? And she's went, well, fucking, what happened was, Someone has left a tub of paint. My decking. My decking's finished, but I'm still building a bench. I've got a, but my decking's all done. 
I'm just building a bench up the back door. So there's some of the stuff is still lying out. So by some of the stuff, I mean all the stuff that's not electrical. See, anything that, uh, that is electrical, that's away. Anything that I think, ah, the rain will no damage that, that stays. <laughs> that stays in a big pile until I'm finished, right? But to paint all the fence, we painted all the fence before I put the decking down. So we painted it black. If you know anything about my garden, my garden was fucked. See, during uh, COVID, I, I painted a space invader in my back door. It got me in the daily record. So it did. I had a bit of a breakdown because my wife was working and I was in the house all the time with the boys. So like because and I I was trying to work but I got all my work taken off me I got right down during COVID I went right down to forty pounds that's all I had and I hadn't been a sole trader long enough so I wasn't open for any government funding any sort of help so I had forty quid and I couldn't work I couldn't do a fucking thing so I was in the house trying to figure out how I can make money from my garage while the world just decided or a lot of the world just went. We're not doing anything, I'm getting paid anyway. So they all took like a year and a half, two years off, and I ran about like a fucking idiot, right? But I was in the house by myself all that time with the with the with the younglings, which is hard work. It's hard work, regardless, right? It, when when you're just with the younglings all day and you don't speak to other adults, it's a hard shift, right? Take a sip of coffee, sorry. That is thick. I've, I keep getting it wrong, man. I keep getting the cut I keep getting the consistency wrong because I've not got a spoon. I'm not gonna spin. I just pour a, I just pour a jar into a cup until, uh, until it looks like enough. And I'm obviously getting it completely wrong because that's I'll be fucking time traveling after that thing. The so this the space invader thing. Like I, I I was I was just like I'm gonna do the back door. I'd playground paint. Don't know why. I'd like three big jars of, you don't call them jars. Buckets of playground paint. Is I'm gonna paint a space invader out the back door and I did and I filmed it and I put it on my YouTube channel. So I did. When I was doing that YouTube kind of thing, I'm not doing that now. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm not I don't want to do that whole you, you know what I mean? Like that fucking YouTube thing, like, can I draw the, the family guy in the style of the Simpsons? Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing, like that shite. You know the you know the one I'm talking you know what I'm talking about? Like the thumbnail is a picture of a person and they've photoshopped their eyes to be really big. And then it says, it's like a mad background and you can't see what it is, but there's a human face and then there's letters down the left-hand side. White letters with a black trim. The YouTube videos. The YouTube videos. Those YouTube videos where YouTube have told you this is the way to make a thumbnail. To attract people towards your video, you want to make an attractive fun thumbnail. That thing. Like a fucking... I, don't think I, I didn't Photoshop my eyes once. I just, I don't know what I've done with my, I, eventually I started hand-drawing my thumbnails, but now I don't do that, it's just, my, it's just, these confessions things are just a big thing of my coupon, whatever it is, that's what, that's what you get now, sort of thing, and I, so I was trying to film, I was filming before the COVID thing had happened, right, I was filming all this stuff and trying to do, try to figure out what this fucking walrus thing is basically, that's what I was trying to do, and I started, I painted a big space invader out my back door and I spray painted all my fences and I made them all tie-dye and stuff and then I painted a UV lava lamp on the back of my house which I didn't which I lit up once for a photograph and then never done again never done again because it involved going in and getting stuff and putting it out to look at a wall and I was like this is a fucking colossal waste of time anyway so because I and my infinite wisdom don't do much in the way of cleaning prepping I just painted the tile, the tiles, the, the slabs, and they were covered in dirt, and they all started coming up, and the place was a shambles, it was a shambles, it was fucking rotten, 
So the, I'd painted all the fences black and now the decking's down. But I'd left a bucket of black paint out the back door and the lids came off somehow and Lucifer has been walking along a fence and I don't know whether he's fell. I don't know whether he's went up and goes, I'm going to jump in this and see what it is. I don't fucking know what he'd done. But he was covered in black paint. And what he'd done was, see, I've been giving this cat it tight. I've been saying that this cat's an idiot. It's not an idiot. It knows exactly what it's doing. It's one of those really intelligent people who convinces you, convinces you that they're stupid so that they don't need to do work. Lazy. That's lazy smart. Lazy smart. Do you know they, that type of person? I've worked with a few, few people like that. Lazy smart. They make you think that they can't do a thing, but they really can do a thing, but they, they can't be asked doing the thing. So they find the quickest way to do the thing, or they, do, they find a way to make, convince you that they can't do the thing. Really clever, these people. That's what the cat's like. So the cat's sat at the back door in distress, waiting, looking for help, right? And then when no one answered the back door, because we haven't been answering the back door to the fuckers, because we've got the cat flap now, and they need to know to use the front door, he circled right round the decking. So he did. So there was black footprints, wee paw prints, all the way round the side of the decking. And then he made his way to the front door. I don't know if they climbed over people's cars to get to the front door. I don't know if my neighbours' back doors have black footprints all the way through them. I didn't look. I just waited. No one came to the door and went, my back door's covered in paw prints. Because how would they know it was my cat as well? How would they know? Well, they would know now if they're listening to this. And, uh, and he came round the front. And then my good lady wife opened the door. Was like, holy fuck, someone's tarred and feathered my cat. And he sat there and let her clean her. Clean him. That's what he done. She, she, like he actually just was like done this meow that, that he's never done before, which obviously is the meow for help because he got he's got a meow when he doesn't want you to hold him. Like I'll hold him like a baby sometimes, and I'll be like, oh, you fucking the wee cat, and all that, and and then he'll do this meow where he's like, that's a fucking nuff. That's what the that's what it's, it's a that's a fucking nuff meow. And uh, and and he made a meow, another meow, which is obviously cat for I'm I'm fucked. Help me. So and he just let her like fucking wash him in the sink and then when I turned up she, my good lady wife was at the back door with a uh, with a, a, a steel steel wheel trying to clean these dirty paw prints off the off the decking and the first thing I thought was I wish this guy had asked me this tomorrow I wish this guy had asked me is there, is there anything that you do that annoys your wife yes I leave I leave Jar, I leave buckets I leave 10 litre buckets of black paint out the back door that cats fall into and they get black footprints all over the, the fucking decking. And then I need and then we need to clean it. That annoys her. Like, but she was alright about it. It was funny. Well, I came back and I helped, which probably made it easier. If she'd have been left to do the whole thing herself, it probably wouldn't have been as funny. But I was like, I'll come up the road and I'll just make sure we'll see what's happening. Because she didn't know what was up. Like we thought she thought maybe we need to go to the the, the vet. Cause she said, What if he's ate the paint? I was like, he's not ate paint. If he's smart enough. Do you know that you aren't answering the door and then make his way around the front door and then wait for you to help him? He hasn't ate paint. A dog would have ate paint. A dog, if you, a dog fell in paint, that dog would have licked that off and there would have been shit in paint for, for the rest of the week. Dogs do that. Not all dogs, but some dogs. Some dogs eat shit. Some dogs eat, like, fox shit. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, I was at my ADHD meeting. We get talking, we get talking about a few things. So we did in... in, in um, this, he says, I have, I have got ADHD, but the way I felt, this is the way I felt, 
right? It's my my feeling. My my problem is, see, when I'm speaking about this, I don't want to say anything that makes the doctor appear bad or like a bad doctor. That's not why I'm saying this. I'm not complaining about the thing. I do think that the whole thing's ludicrous. I think the whole idea of sitting, waiting for a guy for 25 minutes and then speaking to the guy for 25 minutes and then getting told you've got this thing or you haven't got this thing based on the answers to questions that you've just heard in one meeting is a bit mental. It's a bit mad. But we kind of got to the point where we was like, ah, is it, are you looking for medication? I was like, no. No, I'm not looking for any of that sort of stuff. Because the first thing that happened, they asked me was, so how long have you been seeing a counsellor? I was like, I haven't seen a counsellor. Then I thought, fuck, if I supposed to have been at a counsellor, I've not got a clue. Like, I've not got a fucking clue if I'm supposed to have been at a counsellor. So, and he was and he was like, and I said, no. And he's like, so how long have you been suffering with anxiety and depression? I was like, I haven't. I haven't been suffering with anxiety and depression. Now, now I'm not. I have in the past. Three separate times I can remember being, I call it the worry. I went through, I went through three bouts with the worry. And, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm all right now. But like, it, it, I just couldn't, it, I don't know, it just fucking, it just felt weird. But we get talking and, and then we start, well, we started talking about drugs. That was one of the things. We started talking about drugs and, and it, I'm going to talk about drugs. I'm going to talk about weed. Because I keep saying I'm going to talk about it, so I'm just going to talk about it. The way I use weed now, right? Compared to the way I used it when I was tw- in my twenties and my teens, is completely different. Completely different for a number of reasons, right? The first reason being this: see, weed nowadays, weed nowadays is fucking mental. See the stuff that we used to get when I was fourteen, fifteen. It was so, it was soap bar, solid. Know what I mean? Solid. This thing looked like an oxo cube. It would, do, do you know what I mean? And then I remember the first time. The first time I ever went to a house and I bought weed, and I, and it was one of those ones where I was sitting looking at the house that we went into by the weed. I was looking at the house and I was like, oh, "All right, okay." So this is what this is what this is where you get drugs as a house. You know what I mean? Like, and I, there was a bit of me going, "It's not very, it's not very welcoming. It's not a very welcoming environment. This kind of thing. There's people on the couch, and they're not moving. <laughs> those people on the couch haven't moved for a while, uh, and I remember thinking." The sooner I get out of here, the better I'm going to feel, kind of thing. And uh, and we went and when we got when we got our weed and we went down to the fucking went to the shop around the corner and bought a ten deck of fags and skins. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then I think we would have got a fivers bit. That's the other thing, a fivers bit. We, before they started weighing stuff out and giving them names attached to the weights. Yeah, uh, and I remember I couldn't roll. I remember sitting with my mate and he's rolling this joint and I was looking at it, I was looking at the the, the the soap bar that we just bought, the solid, and there was a big black line right through it. I was like, what the fuck's that black line? He was like, oh, that'll be plastic. That'll be plastic. No, not even a bit like, fuck, there's a black line. Who am I going to return it to? What's the fucking HR process? What's the process for buying drugs and you're not happy with the quality of the drugs that you bought? There's none. There's fucking none. I was like, that's plastic. And he's like, ah, sometimes when you're buying it, like they'll put... The way that it comes and stuff, and, and it's just plastic, it'll be fine. I'm like, ah, great. So the first fucking joint I ever smoked was probably fucking old record. Do you know what I mean? Like, old vinyl record was what I was fucking smoking. But anyway, that stuff wasn't strong. It wasn't strong like it's strong now. The, 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 this is the thing I was t- telling my doctor, my fucking ADHD doctor, because I was like, I don't smoke it the way I used to. So I took, like, 
I smoked a lot, right? I can't lie and say that I didn't, right? There was, I did. I smoked a lot, right? Uh, and I kind of got to an age where I just didn't really, it didn't, I didn't really want to smoke anymore. And and part of the problem was I drank and smoked. And if there was other things on the go, and it depends what the thing was, it might become part of my repertoire. Like that, that was. I, but now I don't. Now I, I don't mix them. Do you know what I mean? But the stuff you get back in the day was like, I don't know what the percentage of THC would have been because that's the bit, that's the the, 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 the bit that, fuck, that does stuff to you. Technically, it gives you brain damage. Technically, it gives you temporary brain damage is what I'd, I'd read. It was like temporary, it temporarily dulls certain parts of your brain, which means that things taste better, smell better, look better, sound better, all that sort of stuff because you're, you're basically switching off a part of your brain when the THC binds with your cannabinoid receptors or something. I don't know. I probably should. But, uh, and then what happened? I, I stopped for years. I stopped for about nine years. I'd, I'd never touched it. Not once. Um, and I never really had a, a pure miss it kind of thing. And then I, I got older and I, I was like, I'm starting to miss this kind of thing. And I had a talk with my good lady wife about it. And, um, and I started smoking again. It wasn't a big thing. It wasn't like a... I was ripped all the time. It wasn't that. It was like I'd I'd go I'd go and I'd it was the same as having a beer. It was the same as having a beer. Like the kids would be in bed, I'd go outside, I'd rip a bong, I'd come in and I'd draw. And that was it. I'd go and that's the other thing. I'd go for like I I was go going for a bath. I would have a smoke and go for a bath. <laughs> Read a book. Like it's not the same. It's not the same as it was when I was sitting in a room with eight other people and we're all fucking do you know what I mean? Like, there's all this other stuff going on at the same time, and that was completely different. But then what was happening was the more I was smoking, the my, I was getting really bad. Sometimes it sends me to dark places. Some sometimes I go to dark places really quickly when I smoke. When I smoked, right? Because I figured this bit out as well. I'd I'd and then I'd have safety beers. I'd have safety beers just in case. So I'd be like, rip a thing rip a bong, it was a bong I was more into, uh, I'd, I'd rip a bong and then I'd go, and it would, and I'd feel it starting to go, and I'd be like, ah, fucking safety beers, and I started cracking open the, see the big Heinekens, love a big Heineken, was cracking them, drinking that, and that was even killing me, and then I was like, I'm still waking up, I'm drinking three or four of these big Heinekens a night now, when I'm smoking, this wasn't the reason why I done this, it was, it was to stop the drinking, not the nothing. I never have good ideas when I drink. Do you know what I mean? And then, so what? I, what I started. This is what I do now, right? This is what I do now when I smoke. I have two grinders, right? You don't know what a grinder is. That's where you put your you put your bud inside it because it's no longer soap bar. We've moved on from then, right? And you put it and you grind them up. You grind it up and then that's what you put into your whatever you're doing, right? Just for the folk out there that don't know, like my mum. <laughs> My mum, who doesn't have a clue about this stuff, she's like, oh, yeah, I don't know, but I would do if I ever had one of those funny cakes. Do you know what I mean? Um, but she says, I don't fuck with the edibles, man. I don't fuck with the edibles. I've had too many. That's another, that's another story for another time. Anyway, what I do now is I mix a THC, whatever I put in of the THC grass, the illegal street drugs, 
the drugs that are illegal and will warp your fragile little mind and the government don't want you doing it. Whenever I put some of that, whatever I put into that, into the bowl, it's a pipe, into a, the bowl of the pipe, I put an equal share of CBD grass, which is 100% legal and you can buy off the internet and turns up at your door and no one can say a fucking thing about it. But you used to be able to get it cheaper. You used to be able to get it cheaper from these websites. But something happened where we everybody decided to leave a certain union, a certain union that the that, that our country was part of, right? Don't give a fuck how you voted. This is what happened. This is what happened with this, this CBD grass. And it used to be that we don't have it over here, so it all gets shipped in from Italy. So basically, there's all these websites, these websites that sell this 100% legal CBD grass, which is wonderful for loads of stuff. There are some times if I'm feeling anxious, I wake up and I smoke nothing but a CBD joint and I have a coffee and I feel fucking fantastic. I don't. I can still drive. I, there's no sort of psychoactive, psychoactive compound in it. It just makes me feel good and I get on with the rest of my day. All right, 100% legal. The government said it's fine. Our government said it's fine. But what they do is they now drop ship this in from Italy. And since leaving this union, the price has went up. The price has astronomically went up. But we're not allowed to get it for it over here. You've got to buy it from a UK website. You've got to buy this CBD grass from a UK website rather than buy it wholesale from the place in Italy. Because you're not allowed to do it. Because the UK government is no longer part of this union. So you're not allowed to do that. You have to buy it from them with an inflated price. Doesn't make much sense to me. Eh? It doesn't sound as if the people that made that up are smoking the same stuff that I'm smoking. I think they're maybe putting other types of thing into their body, but it comes in a wee bag and it's white powder and it's fine to do and we're all locked in a house for two years and I'm painting a fucking space invader. Do you know what I mean? Pricks. Anyway, sorry. That's not what this is about. This isn't about the fucking government, right? This isn't like put a there's lizards on the moon and tinfoil hats and stuff like that. But that annoys me. That annoys me. But I mix the two of them together and I'm going to tell you why I do that right now. Anything that you... The stuff you're getting from the fucking bulb in the flat, you don't know what it is, right? He tells you it's a thing and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, it might be the thing. But on average, it's about 20% THC. From what I've read, the stuff that I smoked into my early 20s would have been about 10% THC, right? Which is what's making me get that anxiety. It's why a lot of people, older people that smoked weed for years ago, it's, I, I don't I don't get the same feeling from it. You haven't changed. The thing's changed. What happened was, it's the same as watermelons. Watermelons used to be the size of an orange and then humans decided, hey, these would be great bigger. And we bred them to the point where they're fucking massive. It's the reason why there's certain dogs that's faces, like the bottom of their faces are smaller than the top of their face and their eyes pop out. That's human. That's a human thing. We've done that. We've went like that. That, do that dog looks better. Who gives a fuck if it can't breathe? It looks better like that. And that's what we've done. And it's the same thing we've done with this plant. So that's, And since I've started mixing equal parts of CBD grass and THC grass together, I don't get anxiety the same. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I, I, I can't think of one instant where my mind has went to a place, a dark place, when I started mixing the two of them together. And I said that to the doctor. I was talking to him about it. I was like, that's what I do. Then he told me all the dangers and all these people that are, they've got psychosis and all that sort of stuff, which I'm not poo-pooing. I'm not turning around and going, that's a lot of shite, mate. What I'm saying is, like, so there, there has been, this is the thing, the responsibility thing, the responsibility of being an adult. I can go out and I can buy two litres of vodka and no one's going to crack an eyelid. 
no one's going to bat an eyelid at the fact that I've done that, right? I'm over 18 and the government, the people in charge have decided that I'm responsible at that point to, to know what I'm doing with that sort of stuff. If you're under the age of 25 and you're taking massive amounts of THC, it can fuck your brain, like seriously fuck your brain. And that's the bit where I'm looking at my younglings. And I'm also looking at young people that I work with who I know smoke. Like I know they smoke. I mean, I'm no fucking stupid. I know they smoke. And it, and it's like, it's, it's the stuff that you're getting from the guy in the flat that's really, really strong that's going to fuck your head and, and, and it's going to do stuff because your brain isn't formed yet. But when you're at an age where your brain's formed and it's your ball to bust, fucking fill thy boots kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And we were talking about it. That was one of the things. But anyway, I did my appointment. And I, I mean, I still don't know how I feel about it. I still don't know. Like, when he said, do you want medication? I was like, no, I don't want medication. And I'd said to him the reason I was there was only because... There's other people I know that are going through ADHD diagnoses and stuff. People I'm close to as well. And I'm like, if I if I get one, if someone says, yep, you've you've got ADHD, at least I'll be able to turn around to those people and go, you'll be fine, man. You'll be fine. It's all these other things. See, once you sort these things out. Because that is essentially what the guy said to me. That you've 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 managed a way to deal. You've you've found a way to deal with it. Good that's good. I was like, thanks thank you, kind of thing, but then he did say another thing, and I was like, and it annoyed me, it annoyed me, I don't think he meant it in an annoying way, I don't think he'd done it to be a bastard, I just think it was something that he'd said, and he went, it would seem that you wouldn't have ADHD because you've got higher English, <laughs> I said, right, so because I've got higher English, I've not got ADHD, and he was like, yeah, because you could sustain that, it would seem that you, you didn't, but then this is what I think the problem is with the 25 minute meeting uh, I went away and I started thinking about that now the reason I, I have higher English right the reason I have higher English is because I stayed on at school for the last two years because I was in panic attacks daily and I didn't want to leave the school because I'd have left the school I'd have been having panic attacks either sitting in the house or signing on at a job centre or fired into some fucking like some some site some building site or something like that and I'd have been I'd have been melting there right and that would have been worse I don't think that would have been good for me so I stayed at school because it was the lesser of the two evils. And I didn't have a fucking clue what I wanted to do. I just wanted to play my guitar. And I hadn't played guitar. I hadn't done music for two years because I was told I was too intelligent to waste my time drawing pictures and playing music. Do you know what I mean? I was too intelligent to waste my time doing that. So I hadn't done I hadn't done music and art. Because I'm smart. That this is that, uh, right, I need to actually I couldn't even say this to one of my I was out painting last week with uh, Be More Sketchy and Teff, right? And I said to him, I was like, I'm not saying this to be big-headed because I was kind of talking about it. I'm not saying this to be big-headed, but I'm I'm smart. I can't even pay myself a fucking compliment. I can't even say I, I, I am. You I, I, see, when I say this, it's as if it's something wrong. Like, this is the thing that there seems to be, I don't know if it's a Scottish thing or I don't know if it's a me thing. It might just be a fucking me thing where you go, it's almost like you're kind of, you're having to say, it's, it's better to not pay, tell people you're smart because if you're smart, then you're different. And if you're different, then it's like you're not one of us. Do you know what I mean? It's like you downplay your goodness. You downplay the good bits and you accentuate how shit you are and how bad you are. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, an, again, I don't even know because I'm not American. Like, you know how American, you, you would think the stereotype of American people is that they're good at telling you things they're good at. 
Scottish people aren't very good at telling things that they're good at. But I'm smart, right? But I don't know why. And see, when I say I'm smart, like, I'm a, I mean, I, I, again, I'm not saying this to brag. I'm not saying this to brag because I couldn't give a fuck because my qualifications have got me nothing. I've got all these bits of paper. I've got me fucking nothing. I never get anything out of it. I get more out of my unconfirmed ADHD diagnosis than I got out of any bit of paper a school has ever fucking given me once, right? I passed all my standard grades, all my standard grades, never opened a book once, get twos. Yeah, I, I, do you know what I mean? Never opened a book once, never fucking looked at it. And I, and I mean that, I just can memorise shit. I don't even know if it's intelligence. I just memorise stuff. I'm good at waffling. So see anything where it's like this, I'll fucking rattle out an answer eventually. Like, that's just part of my thing. When I went into fifth year, and I didn't really want to be there, I, and I, but I had to be there because I, and I was doing music and I was doing art, I, I didn't do anything else. I was like, fuck this shit. I failed English. I didn't even go. I didn't go in fifth year. And then um, i done the t- I done the test and they gave me an int 2A. So I sat there higher and they gave me an int 2A because I don't know why they done that. I must have done just enough to fail the higher but just enough to pass an int too. And I was like, that'll do, I'm not doing this anymore, fuck this. And then the, the school started telling me, university, you should go to university, university. No one in my family's been to university. Like, no one has been to university in my family. I, 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 no, I mean, I don't, my mum never, my dad never, I don't, my grand and grand, I definitely didn't. Um, so no one had. I had no intention of going to university, but they kept telling me, go to university. So... And then they were like, you can study music at university. And I was like, all right, well, I want to play guitar. So maybe that's what I need to do. And then, so I never went to English for six months. I never went to English for six months. And then my English teacher, who I really didn't get on with, came down one day and had a bit of a go at me in the common room. And I was like, I'm not fucking going. That's a true story. I was like, I'm not going to English. You can fuck off. And she was like, I never said it like that, obviously. I was like, I'm not going to English. And she was like, uh, you, you'll be in my English class tomorrow. Or you'll, uh, or I'll take it further. We'll talk to a teacher. and We'll get you kicked out of school. And it was a bit of me. It was like, that's bullshit. You're not going to kick. You aren't going to kick me out of school six months into a thing. You're just saying stuff. I was like, I won't be there tomorrow. And she's like, Where will you be? I was like, I'll be at Greenock College, auditioning for a record label. And she and she laughed at me. Ha ha ha! I was like, well, That's what I'm fucking doing. My best mate was going to college. He was doing. Mu- he'd left school before me. And he was at college doing music. And uh, the, they had a record label called Pleb Records. A guy called Graham. Done all, I had it. He was a fucking great guy. I, I really, really got on well with Graham. And uh, he... Because I, I met Graham when I went to college after that. This is the reason I went to that college, was this thing I'm about to tell you. And uh, I turned up at the... And I was going to the audition that was for their record label. So me and my best mate were going to audition because he'd heard one of our demos and stuff. And I was like, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. And she was like, laughing at me. I was like, I'll no fucking be there. And when I turned up at the the college and we auditioned and stuff, I get talking to a few lecturers and they were like, ah, listen, you could go and, you could come here. You could come here. He said, you could take it all the way. You could go and get a degree and all that. You could be here for two years and then go and get your last year a degree in music and you could do anything you want. He says, but if you're going to go to uni, you're probably going to need English. And I was like, fucking motherfucker. And I went, so I was in English for the last six months and I just argued with this woman every time I was there. Every time I was there, there would be something I would, I would an argument with her. I remember arguing with her about skateboarding. I remember arguing with her about Easter eggs. I remember having a full-blown argument about Easter eggs because we were doing... She kept talking... They were talking about fair trade. They were talking about fair trade and all that stuff and teaching his, teaching his ethics. Teaching his ethics by making us sit down at a table and fucking learn ethics. And I was like... 
all about the fair trade thing and how uh, the, the world, some parts of the world are fucking other parts of the world, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. And she was like, um, right, we're going to do the Easter raffle. And she pulled out all these fucking Nestle, Nestle fucking Easter eggs. Nestle. And I was like, you for fucking real? Nestle Easter eggs. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's fucking mental. How can you tell us about fair trade and then have, and then we're raffling off fucking Nestle eggs? They're bastards. They're the reason... They're the reason we're having to learn this is because they're bastards. So I had a big argument with her about that. I actually get letters, so I get sent down to the fucking head teacher for that. So I did, and then I was my, they were saying they were going to bring my mum in and all that, and I was like, holy fuck! And he said, you'll be the first person ever in six year that has had a meeting that has had parents brought into the school to have a discussion about you, your attitude. And I was like, fucking brilliant, <laughs> fucking wonderful. That's great news. Let me put that in my CV. So I was there, right? And then I passed. I got a B. I got a B for English. And the only reason I got a, a B for English was because this woman said I was an idiot and I would never do it. And I was like, is that fucking right? <laughs> is that fucking right? And I, and I got a B. And then I remember when I got a B, I was like, I got a B. Fuck you. And then I thought, how is me passing her class? How is, how is me actually doing well in her class rebelling? <laughs> how is me actually getting the bit of paper? act of rebellion and and then I was like what a fucking colossal waste of time school is like I thought by that point I was like over it but I was still going through that the worry I'm still still battling the worry and uh, and I fucked up my music thing I fucked it up and I couldn't I couldn't apply I couldn't go I, in fact I applied for uni to do music uh, and I didn't get in even though I got English and I didn't get in I fucked it up I, I can't I don't know if I fucked it up on purpose but I did it did it didn't go the way it uh, I, th- I think I've done it. I think I've done it to myself. I think a lot of the things I've done, I've done to myself. I think I've done to myself. It's just been arguing with people for the sake of arguing. And, um, because sometimes I just like that. And what happened was, uh, I, I went and done media for a year at college. And then I'd done music for two years. And by the time I'd got into my second year, my, fir- my first year doing music at college, I'd kind of, I kind of won my first bout with the worry. I kind of get through that. And then something happened in the second year I was at college and I had another battle with the worry and I got through to uni and I made it six months into uni before I just stopped going. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. And I quit. Uh, And I I had a few run-ins with a lecturer there as well because I was more interested in drinking. I was more interested in the union than than I ever was with education so I, I I was saying this to the guy that's what I was saying holy fuck man what a fucking this is going to be this might be the first ever this might be the first ever ladies and gentlemen but many episodes are we now are we 20 if this is episode 20 this might be the first ever I've ever done so that that was the thing the guy said you probably not get ADHD because because you're not miserable was the first one and because you've got higher English and then he was like you have you have got it, but you've found a way to manage it. And I was like, cool, man. And that was that. But I don't th- I don't feel... I'm just... I, honestly, I'm just thankful that it's not an issue. I'm not... I'm just thankful that it's not an issue because if I want... And this and I don't... This is the thing. I don't think it's this individual. I don't think... And I mean that. I mean that because we talked about my podcast. And he says, what do you talk about? And I was like, ah, fucking anything. I'll probably talk about this. So it's nothing against an individual 
It's nothing against an individual. But the system's a bit fucked. Do you know what I mean? And like, if I... I was probably the fucking 10th person this guy had seen that day. Which is why everything was running on. Do you know what I mean? And I was at three o'clock, so it was getting to the end of the day. So that would make that's where that's how bottlenecks work. And if I was suffering with anxiety and depression as a result of my ADHD and my undiagnosed ADHD, and I'd been left outside for twenty five minutes, that would have been shit, man. <laughs> that would be shit. So it would, like it would be, it would be shit. So I'm, I'm happy, and I'm, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm extremely lucky and grateful that, uh, that I wasn't going in there with all these other ailments. But I, I, at one point I did. At one point I was in the doctors with all these ailments, with the worry, and, uh, and they gave me Gaviscon. They gave me Gaviscon because he said you've got irritable, irritable bowel syndrome. And he gave me Gaviscon. They sent me. They sent me away up the road, kind of thing, and that was it. So I don't. I don't have a. a but because that was the thing when we started talking. It was like so. Tell me about your podcast. Is it with someone else? I was like, no. I said, I, I just all I know is the first sentence, and then wherever it goes is where it goes. And he was like, right. And I thought that was enough. I thought that'd be like, all oh, right, fuck. If you can do forty-five minutes talking about cats boners. If you can do 45 minutes talking about feline erections, <laughs> then you've probably got ADHD. But I think, I, I also think that they are unwilling, not that they're unwilling, unwilling's not the right word, they are, they hold back the diagnoses, they hold back them back, because if they will start just handing out bits of paper willy-nilly, because that's at the end of the day, it's four letters, it's four letters, my five metre swimming badge means more than these four letters. Do you know what I mean? And the only reason these four letters exist is because there's a system in place where the people with the four letters don't really fit in as well as everyone else that's able to sit at a table. That's it. That's the only reason it exists. If that that whole thing didn't exist, if that whole thing about turning up at your work at nine o'clock and sitting down at a desk and working to five and repeating the process for five days and getting two weeks off and accumulating two weeks a year where you go to a fucking... a, a, a different country outside of your union and you get to and you get to sun yourself and then you come back and repeat the process right if that worked for everyone then they four letters wouldn't exist and I, and I genuinely believe that I genuinely believe that I think one of the one of the things that is hell which because he would never have diagnosed me at school with ADHD that would never have happened when I was when it was coming to the forefront primary three things started to kind of change and I was getting into trouble a lot more for teachers and stuff and I wasn't really able to spell that was another one couldn't spell a fucking thing uh, my maths was shit the only thing I was good at was drawing that was the only thing I was good at um, or I thought I was good at and because uh, some folk thought I weren't good I remember a teacher in primary three telling me that I was drawing wrong I remember that it's funny how that stuff sticks with you man primary three what you be seven seven that stuff sticks with you like that's that's like a it's like a wee scar. It's like I've got scars on my leg for falling off things when I was seven. But that thing that teacher said to me, pure stuck with me. You're drawn wrong. And it was because I was I was someone was drawn next to me. And they couldn't they thought they weren't as good at drawing as me. Right? This person. 
And the teacher came up and went, yeah, but he's drawn wrong. You're supposed to draw like this and started sketching. You sketch with your pencil lightly first. Whereas I don't draw like that. I still don't draw like that. That's why I think my I, I, I enjoy throw-up so much because it's just a fucking line. There's no sketching. There's just a big fucking dirty line. I'm like that. Like if I was drawing The Simpsons and stuff like that when I was a wee guy, I would just draw an eye and work around for that. Didn't break down things into shapes. I just liked the big thick line kind of thing. <laughs> I just like a big thick line. So that's the... That's that was that was my fucking thing. What was I talking about? What were we talking about? Drawing ADHD, fucking cat boners, decking. I don't know. I don't know what I was talking about. But it's not. I don't. I'm not vindictive of the guy, the person I was talking to. I just think that the system's kind of fucked. I think the whole thing's just kind of fucked, and it, and we don't, we don't look after people the way that we should probably look after them, and make sure that they're all right. And I think it all comes. I think a lot of it comes for the for the day you're sat down in primary one and you need to sit there for six hours. I think it all comes for there. And someone in front of you tells you what's the most important thing and you just have to believe them. And the year before that, you were allowed to learn what you wanted and you were allowed to run about and you were allowed to explore things and play with sand and draw and do all this sort of stuff. And then your ass gets sat in a seat in primary one and then a person who might as well be God who might as well be God starts to tell you stuff, and that's it. And then you, and then you, you either fit into that or you don't fit into that. And if you don't fit into that, now they'll give you letters. You know what I mean? Now they'll give you letters. Back, back in the day, you were just a bastard. You were just an idiot. And then before me, they'd have hit you. Do you know what I mean? Like my, the generation before me would have been hit if you didn't get it right. They would, they would invoke violence onto you and they would hit you to the point where you get to 14 and you go fuck this shit I'm not doing it and you go work in the mine or you worked in the shipyards or you went wherever your geographical location where the job was and that's what you done and I suppose that's how the human race has got to this point where we can then start to question this stuff do you know what I mean there's no such thing as a starving philosopher you know what I mean if your belly's empty you don't get to question your existence you just have to exist you just have to try and find the next meal. You just need to feed yourself. Do you know what I mean? And then when you're, you're better, when you when you when you feel a bit fatter, when you've got a bit more of a, a bit more of a plate, then you can start to question your existence. You can start to question all this stuff. I think, and then I say shit like that, right? I say things like that, and I think, does everybody think this? Does everybody th- have the same feeling as if the the whole thing's rigged for the very beginning? And just because I don't fit into that doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It might be the system that's wrong. It might be the whole f- that whole thing that's fucking wrong. Like, m- maybe it isn't actually a me problem. Maybe it's a them problem. Maybe the people that are that are dishing out these diagnoses and, 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 and all that sort of stuff aren't... The, the way that they're dealing with it isn't equipped. Because they gave me a robot. Here we fucking go. Right, I was keeping this back. I'm just going to fucking tell you. I'm just going to tell you that listens to the podcast right, rallying everyone, so if you listen to the podcast, don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone about this, this is just between me and you, I think I've got about 60 people right now, 60 to 70 people listening to this on a weekly basis, so this is just between me and you, they gave me a thing called Silver Cloud, because I talked to them about the therapy thing, we did have a chat about that, that was really helpful, we talked about the therapy thing, 
and he gave me a bit of stuff and he said, I'll, I'll put you in line. I'll, I'll get, give you this thing, this silver cloud thing. This is kind of all I can give you. I was like, great, man. I never came here for a bit of paper. I never came here for medication. I came I came here so that if I get a diagnosis saying, yeah, you probably have ADHD, I can turn around to my son who's going to go through this at some point uh, and say to him, your dad's fine. Your old, your old boy's fine. <laughs> Don't you worry. And we're talking about it and it's like a cognitive behavioral therapy app, right? Now, I've been saying this for ages. I built a robot. I built a robot about a year and a half ago and this robot tells me whether I'm being a dick or not. That's what my robot is. I built this robot and it's on a website. You can go and have a look at it right now. It's still a working process. I stopped adding to it and I started writing more about it in my books, right? But it's www.rule0.5.com All words. All words. So R-U-L-E-Z-E-R-O-P-O-I-N-T F-I-V-E dot com. Higher fucking English, folks. Higher fucking English. So, and what it is, is that, so this is a robot that I built that I, I, I talked to myself with, right? And I built it in HTML, right? And the idea is, it goes on and, it, and, it, and it's me talking to myself when I'm not angry, right? And it's loads of paths of the way I think, the way I, I, would, I would logically talk to myself. I call it Marvin. I call it Marvin after the, the, the android for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So for a long time, any time that I thought, because this is a thing that hangs on me, it hangs on me quite a lot, right? Like f- something will happen and I'll, I'll, I'll dig away at myself. Was it me? Was I being a dick? And it's not productive and it goes on for days. Sometimes it goes on for fucking weeks, right? So what would happen is if I had a disagreement, say it was about money, say someone was trying to pay me, it was a commission that was coming up and, and maybe they weren't paying me in time or they refused to pay me a certain amount or whatever. Say it was about that. I would go and I'd talk to my robot and the first question would be, um, I can't remember what it is, are you being a dick? Yes or no? And I would answer, if I didn't think I was being a dick, no. And it would lead me in a path. What's that about? Is it about money? Is it about this? Is it about that? And my thinking, the thinking behind this robot that I built was, if I can get myself to the, this point quicker, then what would happen is the, the pathways in my brain We'd get there quicker. So instead of having all these millions of possibilities, because I'm only getting asked one question at a time, it would lead me to the place further. It's quicker. So it, it, and it talks to me in my own language. So it's like rule zero. Is it is it someone in your rule zero? And it's like well, you need to forgive them. Like if it's somebody you love, forgive them. If you can't forgive them, that it should have a look at it. And that's what it was. So I built this robot. My idea was to turn this robot into an app so that other people could go on and then start to program it to talk to themselves have a basic script one that I'd made and then go in and alter it give it a different name add different things in because when I get to the point where I'm like see when it says are you angry and I answered yes it gives me a list of things that I need to do that gives me a bit of space that helps me stop being angry one listen to Motorhead two go a skate three go and write your name and stuff that doesn't belong to you four like go a walk that and it gives me a list of things that I know help when I'm fucking raging at a thing right so it was personalised which is what I applied so I applied for funding three times for this three times I applied for funding to make this this thing and because every funding application I wrote at the top a robot I never got it but I couldn't bring myself to write a cognitive behavioural therapy app because who the fuck would use that who would use that who would who, do you know what I mean like that's that's the bit where it's like you don't need to help everybody 
but if, if I turned around and went like, look, mate, I've got a robot that tells you if you're being a dick or not. Like, I, I know I know if someone said that to me, but like, fucking brilliant. Would you, how the fuck did you make that? that that's what I would... I'd, I'd be attracted to that rather than someone saying, here's a cognitive behavioural therapy app. I'd be like, oh, that's a lot of fucking words. That's a lot of fucking work. And that's what I've done. So it, it's based on rule 0 0.5, which is the two rules of walrus chasing. Right, this, which, is, which is this magical job description that I've made up, which means that I can deal with my ADHD. Basically, that's what it is. So I can deal with all this stuff that goes on in my head, my constant fucking worry and the sense of impending doom that follows every decision that I make. I don't get it as much now because I live in an imaginary world of fucking walrus chasing and I don't have the same thing. My currency is time, it's not money. Like, all oh, that shit that's in the book, there's a fucking advert. Past English, a fucking book written by a guy who got a B in higher English. Victory sip of coffee. That'll be fucking, it'll be. That's freezing now. That's stone cold. Steve Austin. That's how he got his name. That's how he got his, that's how he got his name. So, so, so you see when Steve Austin, stone cold Steve Austin was in the wrestling. Uh, he, in the wrestling, he, they gave him a list of names, Chili McFreeze. He wanted to be called, he, he was trying to make up this kind of character that was like a stone cold killer, like, uh, What's the name of that guy? That mafia hitman, the Ice Man, and one of the list, the big list, and one of them was Chili McFreeze, and his wife made him a cup of tea, and she went, "You drink that tea before it gets stone cold." That's your name, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> but I've not got ADHD because I've got higher English, so they fucking. <laughs> I get knocked back three times for this robot. I get knocked back three times for this robot, and it's it's based on the two rules. Rule zero: your family comes first. The people you love come first, they come before you, right? They come before the reason why you exist, why you choose to exist. That's it. You put the name ahead of you. And rule 0 0.5, don't be a dick. And the only person that gets to tell you if you're being a dick is you. No one else gets to tell you if you're being a dick. But you need to be truthful with yourself when you're doing it, which is where the robot comes in. Because you can't change the robots. You can't change the questions. You're going to need to answer them. And, and when you answer them truthfully, you'll get to the point where you know who it is that's being a dick. And it, it genuinely really has helped me, which leads me on to the next thing, which is this. I'm, I'm building this app. This is a part of the thing that I'm building, right? And I'm creating. I don't want it to be a paid subscription, which is why I went for funding to try and build it. Because it's all built in HTML. It shouldn't take that much time. It shouldn't take that much server space and stuff. And the, the running costs shouldn't be huge to build this thing. Because I don't think it should cost money to do this thing. If you want to use it, you should be able to access it and just use it. Right? Um, and it's And if someone was to take my idea, if someone was to take the idea right now that they've heard, and turn it into their own robot thing, their own robot app thing, right? And not give me the credit for coming up with the concept and uh, start to charge a subscription of it on it. You've totally missed the fucking point. The point is not to be a dick. <laughs> if you, uh, do you know what I mean? If you steal the idea and you turn it into an app and you start ch charging people, you're being a dick. Like, it's not about that. And, and I, I wouldn't use your thing. Because you've been a dick. Obviously, if you want someone that's fucking a robot that's telling you if you're being a dick or not, you want it to come from someone that's not a dick. I'm working on that. I'm trying my fucking best. I have a, I have a, a moment, I had a couple of moments last week where I was like, I, I, I need to consult my robot. But that's what it is. Go and have a look at it. It's spelt wrong because I've, I've, I only got a B for higher English. And uh, and I use it. I use it a lot. And, I, and I wrote, I've wrote about it in my book. I've wrote about it in, in, in my book. So... 
Uh, and I was going to not, I was going to keep this back until the book was finished. But do you know what, man? Like, I think sometimes you just need to start saying things. I think I've held a lot back when it comes to that stuff. Like, I've held lots of things back as if, oh, I, I can't let people see this bit yet. And, nah, man, it's it's there. And if anybody's interested, it's there. And, and eventually it'll become an app that you can use yourself. Eventually that's what it'll become. Because I've got a few ideas with that kind of thing. Like, I've got a lot of things written down with apps that would make things easier. But I'll talk about them again because I'm looking at my camera now and I've only got two minutes left. So I, this isn't a full hour. It's not a full hour. It'll be 56 minutes. So it will. Which is a lot. That's, do you know what I mean? That's a lot. I think that'll be the longest one I've done and it'll be episode 20. I'm assuming. If it's not, I, I've just fucked up the end of it, which means the first 55 minutes of this are completely pointless now. But apparently no podcast... It, it, a, a very small percentage of podcasts make it past episode 20. So they do. And then the drop-off is astronomical after this, apparently. Apparently, like, the majority of podcasts, the vast majority of podcasts don't get past episode 3. And if you get past episode 20, you are then in a very small percentage of podcasts that continue after this. So I've done it. I've managed to stick with this thing for, for 20 episodes, which I'm proud of in a way. I've been... If it's a thing to be proud of, I don't even know, but I'm down to one minute now, so I'm just going to finish before this cuts off halfway, right? So thank you very much for your time. It's the most important thing you've got, and I will catch you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser.